0: Hey guys, Jesse from Flyers Alley. I'm here to tell you to head on over to www.bodycheckwellness.com and use our promo code OCS in all caps to save 25% on your hemp-derived CBD oils, functional mushroom blends, and edibles for you and your doggos. We all love Body Check Wellness, and Alley, you guys will too. Kenwood Beer, guys. Kenwood Beer is the official beer of Old City Sports Network and Flyers Alley. Go to www.kenwoodbeer.com. Use the Kenny Tracker to find a distributor near you. I promise you guys will not be let down. It's a great light beer, great tasting, very refreshing. It's won some awards. It's the best in the Delco area, Philadelphia area. Go to www.kenwoodbeer.com and use the Kenny Tracker to find a distributor near you.
1: Hey, this is Patrick Brown, and you're listening to Flyers Alley.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to Flyers Alley. I'm your host, Jesse Bell, along with me and Alley, as always. Way to Ruska. What's going on, brother? How you doing? Good, good. How's your, how's your weekend go? How's your weekend go? Too fast. <laughs> ah, I totally agree with that. <laughs> totally agree with that. Got a lot done this weekend. There's a lot of things happen. A lot of things happen. Um New addition to Flyers Alley, obviously. So I think it's his second second time in the alley. Uh, Frankie James, what's going on, brother?
2: Hey, brother. How we doing? It's, uh, I didn't know you were getting ready to ask me how my week was, of course. Uh, it was really busy. Weekend's been even better. Uh, you know, Looking for a looking for place of residence in a uh, new state, which is quite exciting. Um, ready to get the show on the road. Literally, on the road.
0: Yeah, right. <laughs> good, uh, good one. <laughs> so I got. It. Um yeah, with that being said, um, yeah, my weekend was uh very cold. It's uh, like literally 12 degrees outside. I don't know what it is now, but it's it's very cold outside. Um I don't know what it is everywhere. Obviously, in Florida, it's probably a lot nicer mm-hmm. than it is here. Um, but yeah, so let's get this bad boy on, under uh, under control here, rainer in. Um let's get into some flyers talk, some alley talk. Um, the segment of Alley Talk is brought to you by Body Check Wellness. Go to www.bodycheckwellness.com. Use promo code OCS for all your hemp-derived CBD oils and functional mushroom blends. Use the promo code for twenty-five percent off. Everybody in Alley uses it. Everyone at OCS uses it. I'm sure, everybody else uh, would like their aches and pains to go away. I just really—I just noticed you had that hat on. <laughs> Just it's, yeah, fuck it, it's
2: good it feels pretty good today actually i mean so because last night whew, it was it was brutal could have been the uh ice cold ones going down as well to help with that that cold weather but um uh, yeah. yeah a little bit maybe
0: that was happening maybe it wasn't
2: i think i looked in the mirror and i actually was a canwood beer this is me as a can standing in the mirror
0: hey, we did a little little uh little drinking of the canwood beers last night. i switched over to some uh Blue Rockies, blue mountains. The mountains were definitely blue last night. Not for long, though. Not for long. (laughs) Not for long at all. Um, Yeah. So, anyway, go to uh, www.buycheckwellness.com. Use the promo code to save 25% off. Moving on. Um, The Flyers versus the Hurricanes was postponed. I'm not even sure what it was postponed for. If it was covid um I'm sure that's what it was. I don't know on what side it was. Um I do know that it was the first game finally if it was COVID, uh the Flyers got kind of a break considering we have so many people um out on injury and uh you know, COVID protocols. Um people are starting to come back, which is nice. Uh the Flyers definitely need some relief in that category. I don't know if you guys have any any thoughts on that. Frank again.
2: Yeah, I actually do. I mean, when this Hurricanes game was postponed, I believe the game right prior, you know, you saw in social media and all the Flyers fans were literally saying, well, why isn't this game postponed? We didn't have anybody. Um, I think that may have been against the Kings. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it was maybe the game or two prior. And then finally the Hurricanes game was postponed. And, and almost rightfully so, because we were just decimated with players that were out Um and still trying to compete at a high level and such a tough division, simply just falling back. I mean, they, you know, they got another game last night where they had a uh, loss, but um, I think the gate, the Carolina game definitely probably need to be postponed because of just the way it was going. But, um, can we really talk about a game that didn't happen. So <laughs> that's all I got on that one.
0: <laughs> right. I mean, it, it, it could have been a, a huge bullet. Uh, yeah, just first, I first it looked like Rocky, um, the, um, I think there was a huge bullet maybe dodged by this because, I mean, the, the, the Hurricanes are on an absolute tear. So, uh, I don't know. We're going to have to make that game up at some point. So, hopefully, by the time that happens, we uh we have a little bit more stability going on here. Um, Wade, you got anything on that?
3: No. I mean, <clears throat> I believe it was me that was bitching and complaining about us not having enough NHL-ready players to play. I mean – Pittsburgh, you know, obliterated us, but, you know, we had maybe fucking five NHL-ready guys playing against them when they took us behind the shed and beat the dog shit out of us.
2: Oh, we almost so, used the shed one. Start yeah. the old chainsaw. We <laughs> used shed one. Of um, course. But, yeah, it,
3: it helps. I mean, it's only one game. I It should have been more. that That Pittsburgh game should have been postponed, in my opinion. The LA Kings game should have been postponed, in my opinion, but.
0: Yeah, there's, def- there's definitely a, a good bit of – I saw him. Just because he puts the finger up doesn't mean he's next. I mean – just no, it's, it's, it's <laughs> um, an
2: acknowledgement. That's all. Just like, hey, guys, how, how's your father doing? I'm here.
0: Yeah, I, I see you up there. Frankie's actually in my spare room. So I mean, <laughs> he's, he, he is. He is I, I, I see you up there. I am um,
2: Frankie in the spare room. <laughs> I moved from under the
0: steps to the spare room. We're, we're improving. Yeah, there it is.
2: Um, the steps. I am under the stairs. You know, Jesse from um, under
0: the steps. Jesse from the steps. Um, go ahead, Frank. I forgot what I was going to say. No, it's,
2: it's cool. We'll, we'll go back to the, um, January 18th when the Detroit Weddings were, were going to be playing the Philadelphia Flowers. like that, like that game was postponed, and now this Islander I, I, really, that was being switched for, for some game, but like people questioned why that game was being postponed, um, because now we have the the, the double Islanders game. That is going to happen here in February, but the point that you've made uh, so often, Jesse, is with the players not going to the Olympics, and I and only four games scheduled in February. Now it's going to be the time where February is about to get busy for the NHL because they're going to book a lot of these makeup games in February. I, I mean, when else can you really do it? Um, mm-hmm. A lot of a lot of ground to make up. I believe some teams even have like eight, nine games to make up. So it's going to be a busy month of February. So buckle up, grab your stick and puck, and let's get ready for some hockey.
0: Yeah, I I, I talked to Allie the other day. Uh, actually, when we were doing – I was talking to her about the Wings credentials. Um, and she said that there's nothing up yet, but uh, she thinks there's something that obviously is going to change there. So uh, she'll let us know when we can get in. Because I, I am definitely going uh, – I'm going to try to hit the press box heavy uh, this coming month oh, yeah, I miss, I've missed out since, what, November? November yeah I
2: don't think we're there at all December
0: um, and just to, to touch on the obviously the topic at hand with the, the hurricanes uh, it, it is a good thing though as well being postponed and and some some of the guys that are uh, injured right now like the Nate Thompson uh, Patrick Brown's out for a couple of weeks um. You know, uh, Ellis is obviously out, and it's—I don't even know if that's even week to week. i, I don't have any update on that whatsoever. You know, th- you get to see these guys come up, and we'll touch on it later. Like you saw Zamola, you know, Jack uh, Jackson, Cates, um, Cam York. Obviously, you get to see these guys play, and, and some of them, like I said uh, earlier, I think they're they're getting their um they're getting their feet wet, and it's actually trending in the right direction. Because uh, you know you're seeing these guys play finally, and, and not really any any none of them are really doing very badly. Um, I just want to add um, to everybody that said I was a fucking idiot about Nick Sealer. Yeah, that didn't age very well at all. So
2: that aged like a fine wine, if you ask me. It definitely yeah. went in the right direction because he's been he's been quite an addition. He's clearing bodies out out front, though. He's just incredible.
0: Absolutely, <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on. Let's move on to uh, Flyers <sighs> lose to the Bruins three to two. Um, I, I have some choice words to say about this. Obviously, David Pasternak literally, literally <laughs> won that game for them. Tuca Rask came out to play. I was actually pretty shocked at his um his play. I was I was expecting him to come out and be rusty. He was one hundred percent not any bit of that. Um, Pasternak came out to play. I mean, you know, it, it's it's just the, the the usual suspects here, which is your uh, Cam Atkinson and your um, Joel Farabee came out to play. Um, I'm not – I'm trying to see who it is. I have so much on my desk right now. Um, who – I'm not – I don't remember who was in net. Was that uh, – was that Jones hard. or was it no Quarter quarter hard first came back. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. Yeah. It was it was some shots, first first back. So we got twenty. Flyers had the Flyers lost thirty six shots to twenty seven. Uh, we actually beat them in hits twenty three to eighteen. Block shots they had sixteen to seven. Uh, it's just, it's just it's it's rough. I mean let's see let's see if I can snag quarter hearts nine uh 17 save average save percentage so I mean he had what was it 36 shots or 30 30, 30 33 saves out of 36 thats 36 shots obviously um, it's just you can't blame the goalie for this one I mean again this is this is kind of a defensive thing but at the same time we're just not scoring enough goals what do you uh wait what do you got on that
3: well, it's still the same. It's the same team issue. Like, we still have a lot of guys still hurt or not hurt. COVID protocol when we were going against Boston. I mean, we got a couple of guys back, but it's just the, again, the, the shit that I like to say every fucking episode team defense, you know, it just was like non existent
0: in this game. Yeah. So to add on to that, uh, that game. Yandel was actually one of the only ones that wasn't in the negatives. Uh, He had a one plus minus one. Uh, Sandheim had a negative one. Provorov haven't had a negative one. Uh, Sealer had a one. York had a zero and Braun had a zero. So it's actually shifting a little bit, to be honest with you. So some of the guys that that were making mistakes in, in past games are starting to, you know, trend in the right direction. And and I'll, we'll bring it up in, in the next, uh, the game last night against the Rangers. Yandel had a huge, huge save last night. I mean, y- y- you can't just be bad forever, you know, and he's not a bad player. It's these players that aren't, that are making these mistakes aren't bad players. They're just, you know, going through a little bit of a Uh Frank, what do you got on 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 the Boston game. Well,
2: I, I'm actually going to go to the opposite side of the, uh, of the barn here. and I'm going to talk a little bit about the offense. Um, you know, you're seeing the same two players, as you mentioned early on with the Atkinson, we've um, public goal and assist. And he, he obviously um, it's great seeing Ferry man.
0: That uh, kid is on, un- is unbelievable. Uh, there's Johnny hockey or Donnie hockey. My <laughs> buddy, Donny hockey, John, John Driscoll. Thanks for coming out. bud. Yans also had the benefit of never being out, out, against pasta that's that's very true
2: i love pasta you know, manicotti being me right now um you but know, my, my wife's actually making soft shells we speak so back to what i was saying i'll tell you this right now the one thing that dan,
0: Ke- dan keffer hey buddy you got a lot of balls showing your, your, your face on this show man um yeah one lucky save and how many games dan uh why don't you why don't you lace up why don't you uh grab a little stick you know, grab that thing pretty tight and why don't you, why don't you hit the ice, bud? Because regardless, uh, regardless and I'm not, and I'm not saying that he's, he's one of my favorite players. And I'm telling you that he's bad, but, um, yeah, it's just, it is what it is. It's, it's shown. We, we all see that. So, go for yourself. um, thank,
2: you. Again, no, no, you, thank go. you Thank you. Um. So back to being about the offense, we're seeing the same players kind of keep contributing. But the one thing that I'm not seeing are these players on the third and fourth line getting more opportunities. And we have talked about it before, um, especially you, 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 Jess. Is you know I'm going to go back to him again, and because of how he's playing, Zach McEwen, he's only had nine minutes. He played in this game, had a fight. Um, this guy's got to get. I don't win. even know if you could call that a fight. He's just unreal. He's just He literally out. murdered that dude. I love what he just pumps
0: up the crowd after though. He's just incredible. He's
2: an incredible force to be here in Philadelphia. But Jay uh, really-
0: says, I wish I could I could, bro. I'm not trying to disrespect it all. Yeah, I'm just messing with you, man. It's no yeah. big deal. It's it's I, I literally I'm just kidding. Cool. And Eric uh says, What's up, guys? Eric Moore, thanks for coming out, buddy. Continue, Frank. Sorry for interrupting.
2: No, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Hopefully, uh, you know, Dan's, hopefully Dan's okay. He seems a little old to me now. Um, but, yeah, I want to see these guys get more playing time. I mean, why not? What is the shakeup? I think Zach McHugh, with what he brings, to with the physical aspect of it, he does have some offensive ability, and he's got some decent hands. I always go back to that play where he put it between the legs and went top shelf on the backhand and hit the post. I, like I said last game, send him in, through the old – the bang against the glass, take the puck and set set a play up. He has that ability to do it. So I need to see. I want to see a
0: change in this. Offensive offense. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny. I, I I told I told uh, uh, Josh Marion, the host of one of the shows that's going to be airing next month, uh, the Dirty Flamingo Hockey Show. Um, first episode. I'm not sure when it's going to air, but the first episode is an interview with Tim Peel. Which is very nice, nice little addition. Um, I, I explained to him the whole, you know, you need to start cycling these uh grinder players. In you know, I'm not gonna explain it on air, it's just very, very difficult to explain. But th- these these are the guys that are that are killing it out there, you know. Zach McKillen legitimately needs to be on at least the second line. It's just it is what it is. I mean, the guy is entering the zone with the puck, banging. And driving the net. Like, it's just, it doesn't make any sense. And he's also sticking up for his team. He's, be- he literally beat this shit. I don't even know who that was. He beat this shit. You know, I'm going to find out. I'm going to look right he here. Was, he was a snack bar guy. He's
2: dressed up. But, uh, you know, it's a situational situation. It may have been,
0: it, it actually was the, st- the snack bar guy. T. T. Lewington, I believe that's who it was.
2: Is it related I, to Clint?
0: I don't, I don't know who that is. We're going to call him the snack bar guy. Um, Jess Hess says – where's my mouse? Where's my mouse at? My mouse is lost on the other screen. Okay. Um, G, V TK, and Sanheim, we're all back for this game. I'm having a hard time excusing it to COVID protocol. Maybe a little rust. Pasternak is the Flyers killer. Has He has 10 goals, including two Hatties against us in the last two seasons. Hard wow. to break him. And Je- and Jess is absolutely right. You catch Jess Hess uh, on Flyers Alley Wednesdays. Um, actually, has a nice ring to it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, Flyers Alley Wednesday. Um, Wade, what do you what do you what do you got? What do you got with just the topic of of with the Boston game? Yeah, like what what's what's what what is going on here? Because I mean, well, normally we have uh, our shutdown guy Coots usually.
3: You know, sticking with these guys, but you know when when you double shift or sometimes even triple shift, fucking pasta to put up them points. You know, it's it's hard for your defense and the team to to stick with that page. You can't you know put coots out there for fucking two to three different shifts to just for one guy.
0: <laughs> but um, I love I love this. Wait, I I want you to I want you to take this one, Dan Kaffer. Honestly. Does anyone think G will leave his no trade clause? I want an answer, an honest answer, if you guys, please. I can't oh, I, can, I can't wait to. I can't wait to. Can can I go, go
2: well,
3: well, well, to yeah, leave absolutely. leave his no trade clause, like meaning take any team or wait till the end of the year and just jump ship. Um, just
2: wave it in the middle of the year to be traded, probably midway point.
3: I I could see that if there's, you got to remember, you know. We live in a salary cap world. We don't live on, you know, fucking PlayStation or Xbox, where you could just go above the salary cap whenever you want.
2: $1.50 fifty cup of coffee. So,
3: I mean, how how is a, a team going to acquire what what's G making eight million this year?
0: Oh, go some questions. Close some... close to I, eight million. I, 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 I
3: but even I got, I got. even still, it to a team to acquire that they have to dump that much, and a lot of teams that are going to dump eight million, the Flyers aren't going to fucking want.
0: You gotta go next, Frank. Frank, Frank, Frank is also a Claude Drew insider. You're a Claude Drew insider. What do you think of this? Does, okay. does anyone think G will leave his no trade clause? So, wave it. Wave here. it. Yeah.
2: This is exactly this is exactly what I think. I think that I don't. I do not. Oh man, I don't think it will happen. Do I want it to happen? And I'm, I'm going to express exactly what you expressed. I'm a huge Drew fan since the day one, since the beginning. Absolute I,
0: insider. He's an absolute insider. Absolute
2: insider. I'm inside him. Um, I want him. I want him. I want I him to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really fast, too. I got it, but I want him to waive this because I think it's time. Like, not because of his game or his play. I think he's had a really good year and played well with the players that he's got around them now. Jesse's losing it i think that that the change is needed i think that the change is needed on the with call Giroux. i you know all the best of luck i mean dude i'm a huge i mean you know obviously covering the team um on all, all behalf of City sports network um i'm i'm a fan of College Giroux since day one um I, I, I just think that it's time for a change and i think that uh it's needed much sooner than later obviously at the end of the season we're gonna it's gonna be I was guaranteed if I would be incredibly surprised if they brought him back. And I actually don't even recommend it. Um, changes need it um, with the coaching, with the players, with the whole scheme. The Flyers need a, a – don't use the word, um, you know, the, the, shifting all the players out and bringing in new ones, blowing it up. I don't, I don't necessarily believe in that. I believe that, you know, a good, a good coach and, and, and a few more pieces – listen, no, not to get off too much off topic, but there were a few players, key players that didn't play this year. One being our boy, uh, Wade Allison. I was a bit high on him. You know, I think that's a key point of seeing him and Zach McEwen playing together. Oh, man, I think that'd be absolutely incredible. But I don't think G waves it. I, I think that they should. I think he should. I think he should move on for the aspect of his career and for the fact of, um, you know, the Flyers. But don't know if I see it happening too much now.
0: But, okay. Well, well. Um, what, what, I, what tough, you know,
2: it was tough because you don't know. Like, I mean, like,
0: I mean, I've heard, I've heard, I've heard some things that, that it can't, you can't kind of like throw away that, that's not going to happen. The resigning, well, the fact that, that it's being talked about that, um, at the trade deadline, that 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 they're gonna they're gonna move Giroux and off yeah. Um, yeah and and I I do I do think that there are there are very actually to to get on what what Dan said. I I do think he's gonna waive it. Um, I just, just just for the simple fact of. So there's a couple of things here if he does if he doesn't waive it and hes he takes a hometown discount and stays um he was just bluffing with his statement of we're gonna see how the team goes, and then I'll make my decision, which at the same time I, I still to this day will say that's a very unfair thing to say um and and he's the captain, so captain goes down with the ship um that being said. I do think that there's some validity in the statement that they do try to move for and Giroux at the trade deadline, because I mean, look what's happening now. I mean, Nick, and I'm going to say it, and I don't care. And if you have something to say, please say it and I will absolutely d- dominate you. Um, Nick sealer is becoming such at just above average um, defenseman. And that's exactly what they need in that category. Um, and Cam York is actually starting to live up. I, I said to Frankie last night, and he was blown away by my statement, was I, I absolutely love his positioning. He, he is – the way that he – the positions that he puts himself in, the, the, the spots that he puts himself in, the Flyers have had a very big issue with the defenseman playing in position. Um, they uh, most of their positioning is just absolutely atrocious. Cam York knows what the fuck he's doing. Um and Frankie said it beginning of the season that uh, he thinks that you know he's gonna be better than Proveroff for two years. I th- I think that's happening. Um I'm not saying Provorov is is in any way, shape, or form a bad defenseman. I think he's been he's been absolutely um exposed. Exposed, yeah. Exposed yeah. to the point where he he can't play with a uh, without a oh, you man. know a veteran, yeah, a a, a sexy veteran um, name. That's- yeah, I mean it's just it's just can't he, he can't do it, and it's not his fault. I mean he's played with Niskanen. and he's played with uh, he got to play with Ellis a little bit, and that's that's a good thing to do. Now a lot of the weight is on his shoulders because if you look at it logically, he's the all star defenseman on the team. Um, it's not Sanheim. I'm, it's just not um Yandel isn't living up to the expectations that were there uh Sealer is Ristolainen I don't again I'm arguing with people on Twitter that Ristolainen they're saying Ristolainen isn't doing his job which is just absolutely ridiculous um I don't know what else you want him to do <laughs> do you want him to like chop someone's head off like I, I don't then you'll be then you'll get mad because he's in the penalty box um or jail in jail, <laughs> right, in jail. Uh, but I, I do think I do think it's gonna and plus look at uh, I love Morgan Frost's um I love his uh, his play now, which I was really surprised at. They they have a lot of things. That, they have a lot of players, and I'll land the play. And I'm so, sorry for being so drawn out. Um, I literally sound like Frankie now, talking for like ten hours. Um, they have the people that can replace both of them, and it'll be successful. Um, because honestly, n- neither one of them have really done anything outstanding besides, you know, maybe a, an Iron Man streak. And maybe you know uh, top points in a team, which is great, but it still doesn't lead us to where we need to go. And we need to go to the playoffs, and we need to go to a cup. And that's just how it is. So I, I honestly do think Jeru Waves is no trade clause, and I think that they move both him and Prover off at the trade deadline, and they make it happen, cap or not. That they they figure it out because there's some teams out there that need both of them.
2: You could get some good. You could get some good. I think that that's a good point for Miami mean, Jumping and Justice to kind of end it. Um, I think that that's good stuff, man. Um. Full tank mode. Oh, I have. Yeah.
0: Johnny Hockey says if we trade G, it's full tank mode. Like Wade said, we'd have to take a cap dump, which would end up being payment in picks. Yeah, but I think they're going to do it. And uh, our scouting know. hasn't fucking land a pick in
3: I don't know how fucking long. Yeah.
0: Well,
2: a lot to think about, boys. A lot to think about.
0: It is, it is. Uh, but yeah, with with that being said, this this game was 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 bad. You wanted to you wanted to win this game. Um, I mean, you want to win as many as possible. But this was a big one to come back and actually win this. It, it would have put us in a, a really good state of uh, morale, uh, positive morale. And it just it just didn't it didn't happen. Um, yeah. Anything else on the Bruins game?
2: I got nothing left on the Bruins game.
0: We can move on. Um, also want to say, yeah, uh, where, where was uh Trent Frederick? So, didn't see, didn't see him anywhere, didn't uh, didn't see him trying to Him, beat the snack
3: bar guy. Uh, switched up for the night.
0: Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> nice. Oh, I was, I was selling,
3: selling tasty cakes.
0: Oh, okay,
3: selling some hot dogs. Yeah, oh, the cakes off in Boston.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, oh, well, yeah, that's, right. that's Wait, right. You think this would fit me? Yeah, yeah, I think you got it. Oh, that's 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 havoc. Um,
3: <laughs> it's a dogs,
0: yeah, yeah. It's a dogs, dogs got jerseys. Um, I just that. and last night's game, Flyers lose to the Rangers three to two. Now, now, wait, I want you to go first. That's
3: I didn't really watch this game. I uh, I saw that that your boy Cam York got his first goal, and then we do what the Flyers do best and give up that fucking lead. In the third period,
2: seconds after he scored,
3: <laughs> forty seconds, forty seconds. So you can blame everybody on the fucking team for giving that one up.
0: Yeah, here you go, blame there. You got getting line up in alphabetical order, and Wade is going to blame you all.
3: Yes, literally, <laughs>
0: literally. The uh, shots on goal were twenty eight to twenty seven. Everything was pretty. Everything was pretty, uh, pretty even when it comes to this. Uh, shots on goal were 28-27 Flyers. Um, the hits were thirty-three to twenty-three. Flyers. Block shots eighteen to fifteen. Rangers. Um, you do get some good scoring uh, from Cam York and, and Oscar Lindblom, but it's just that that game was close. It, it was it was really close for a long time and. It's unfortunate that it had to end the way it did. Frank, what do you, uh, what do you got on it?
2: Well, I'll tell you one thing. The, uh, I mean, for, right off the bat, Cam came to getting the first NHL goal. It was incredible. Um, and I have to give like, the props to Zach McKeown. What a great defensive play to get that puck back, stripping and it up the ice uh, once again. Give this guy more playing time. I don't know how many more times we could say it on here on Flyers Alley. Um, you're seeing what's working. You're seeing it when you get the guy out there. Uh, you know what I mean? He went in, just went and bodied the guy out of the way, took the puck, set it up the ice, and came to your guys' first goal. I mean, they're literally proving everything that we've been saying on Flyers, he' right. Like, we may have to put that phone call in just to get that in a little sooner, later. But anyway, <laughs> um, you know, uh, he had, and he played a minute and a half longer than what he typically does. So maybe that was during that shift. You never know. But Limbaugh gets a goal. Um, always incredible to see something like that because he's one of those players that I mean with all due respect and I respect what he's been through in his life, 100 percent It's a personal thing for me as well. But when you're playing the what your the sort of stature, I mean, there's question marks gonna start getting drawn. It's was, now it's fair to say that he is struggling and he has struggled. Um, you know, that's just the truth be told. It, it, it's fair to say it. And you know, those are, are question marks to see like is Oscar Limbaugh part gonna be part of the future for the Flyers? I personally think that he may. Once again, I'd rather move Travis Connectney before him. I would move him. I, I still, I've been saying for over a year. I,
0: I think. I think there's. I think in in the uh, going on your Zach McKeown and Connectney and thing. Well, well, I'll get into connecty thing first. I, I, I do. I was saying that I think they should move him. I, I actually don't want to move him. Okay. Um, I, I was. I was. I was in that boat for a while. But now that the, the player that I forget who I was, I was talking to someone on Twitter because I people just bitch on Twitter, and I I love to just rile them up because they just a lot of them, and I, I will say it over and over again. I don't care who hears it. A lot of the fan base and a lot of the media are very ignorant when it comes to um, the statements that they make about the team and such. And um, you know the the guy actually said the TK. You know we got to get rid of him because he's not scoring. But look how many how many assists he has. Um, T- TK is he's trending into a, a playmaker at this point, And that kind of goes into a little bit of my my um, um, statement about like if they move Giroud, like there's another person on that that can. Why are you shaking your head? I'm, not. I'm like watching you roll your eyes. I'm not ro- my ro- 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 oh, eyes. Oh my God. Do you see this guy? With... Anyway, um... <clears throat> I got to take, I got to take. Well, maybe I won't give it to you. Um, may I take it away from you? Um, the uh, I, I, this is also like I was saying. This is actually going into the point of of people that actually can fill the void of if you do move Giroux. Uh, he's 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 turning into a playmaker, and he and I think he can do that. And I actually think if you set him up with the right people, that he could be very effective. But I also think that it, it still needs a little bit of shuffling around. Frank, go ahead.
2: How many playmakers do we need on this team? I mean, everybody can't be a playmaker. Claude is a playmaker. Now Travis Knechti, who was a guy that I had scored goals. I had him as a potential captain one day when he first came in the league. He was a guy that I had 25, 30 goals at one point in his career, and then it just got shifted, and he hasn't played up to that potential. Name them. Name who?
0: Who are the playmakers on the team right now?
2: Okay, well, apparently Travis connect he's going in that direction. Uh, Morgan Frost is now becoming a point guy in assist guy, so he's going in that direction. Cole Giroux the playmaker. We typically have one – what's Kevin Hayes doing? I don't even know what his identity is, to be honest with you. You're not scoring goals. <laughs> we have one goal scorer.
0: you got a playmaker for We're each two. line, no? We have two goal scorers. You, you got a playmaker for each line, right?
2: But what, we what, 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 just see like four people. We need scores too. Travis Connecting was supposed to be a guy who was putting the puck in the net. So it was Lindblom. No,
0: no, but nobody and, and nobody said that that Morgan Frost was going to be a playmaker. I don't think his identity is is made at all yet. I I, I, I can I agree just, to that. I can agree I to just, that. I think he he hasn't even been pl- planted his, his himself in any position. I think he's just trying to make himself relevant. I think if you give Morgan Frost the the go ahead and you put him in a full-time roster spot, I think then you'll start to see him kind of solidify himself because right now he's just trying to make the team.
2: This is almost the longest I think we've seen him play here for the the Flyers in a while. I think he's done quite well. And it goes back to our last show that we talked about was maybe our the the sun has shifted more or less to see look at Morgan Frost as what he is doing now. Maybe he's not that guy that that puts the puck into that 20-25 times as he was supposed to be. Maybe he is this role player more or less, but you know, it's just it's frustrating, it's disappointing because of the fact of you know, we have players on this team that I believe can really score some goals, at least what I thought. So here in like the shift, oh you know, they're becoming what playmakers. Well, well, we need some scores here, too, man. I mean, we well, we,
0: we do have the scores, though, that's the thing, and, and that's that's the frustration. I think we could probably dive into this a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, we need to let Wade talk with that hat on. Um <laughs> so do Wade. Uh, I think, I think that they do have scores and I think that they really need to kind of separate who are the scores and who are the playmakers. Now, wait, if you could maybe kind of dive, and we'll get, I'll get into this question, Dan, in a second. I swear I'm <clears throat> going to finish this up. Who are the playmakers? Who should be the playmakers and who should be the scores? Wade.
3: Well, honestly, uh, like everybody knocks G for uh, wanting to be a pass first. I mean, if he had more confidence in shooting the puck, He could fucking nail those corner pockets with the best of them. I just wish he had that confidence where he would shoot more. Um, But G G is a playmaker, hands down playmaker. What's the scoring ability? With that scoring ability. I wish, like I said, I wish he would shoot the puck more. Um, Cam Atkinson is is listed as a playmaker, but this year he's been shoot first more, which is great. Because down at Columbus, you know, he was – kind of like covered by every, you know, just not doing his thing down there. But up here, like, I think we just gave him full range. Like, Hey, look, we're bringing in here new page for him. And it turned out well for him. Same yeah. with Warcheck check down in Columbus. You know, they knew that he was a passer with speed. I think he may be up to three goals this year. Now I'm not a hundred percent sure, but he's been, nice. he's been putting up them apples a hell of a lot down there with Columbus without even having a uh, Patrick Lene, you know, and they're still doing pretty decent down there.
0: Um, uh, so, so, the, so there are absolute people that, that can be uh, titled as um, playmakers and, and, uh, and snipers and, and, you know, goal scorers. So, I didn't mean to cut you off. It's just—it's just, it's just, it's just <laughs> basically that the point is just that they're there and they need to be categorized. And I think if you actually categorize these guys and tell them what they're supposed to do, or, or let them do what they want to do, you're going to start seeing them them do do what they're comfortable doing, and it'll also weed out the people that actually want want to do what they want to do that can't do what they're saying they're supposed to be doing. So, with that being said, um, good stuff. Dan Dan Keffer says, "Can you guys?" Look, I'll just i'll i'll reiterate this because that's kind of hard to read. Do you think that, lastly, bringing another coach in here like John Tortorella? I mean, he's a proven winner of the Tampa Bay Lightning in the Stanley Cup, winning that.
2: We just talked about this last night too, but it's kind of yeah. cool. We were having these conversations last night about these questions.
0: Um, anybody want to take that? Before yeah, we- I'm more than happy to. We we do have segments to cover, so let's keep it a little short. I'll keep it short and sweet.
2: Um uh, uh, most people know, obviously uh Hero Flyers the who I want in here, that's not John Tortorella. Um there's a coach out there that really hasn't been mentioned too much that I feel will be a good fit here. Um, uh, but it's not John Tortorella. Um I'll save that news for a later later time, but um we'll, we'll I'll tell you. We'll have a coaching that day or some shit. But um uh, yeah,
0: yeah, I think we should, we should have a coaching segment at some point, maybe next next Sunday.
2: Yeah, yeah we'll save that because we had a busy day today. But uh yeah not John Tortorella for me. I'm out on him.
0: Wade? Um,
3: Unfortunately, the way that hockey's going these days, the coach of busting your balls uh, coaching is no longer needed in the NHL because we have too many prima donnas nowadays. So, unfortunately, I would like him to be here to get on, on, you know, Jeru's ass, Prove's ass, TK's ass for being fucking prima donnas. But, unfortunately, we can't.
0: So, it would be a no. I'm. I'm also gonna go no. Um. I don't think. I think he'd be good for the media, but I don't think he'd be good for the locker room. Um. Exactly.
1: Good
2: point.
0: Boy. But uh, I mean, it's just. It's, I, I just don't think he's the guy. Uh, John Gavis says, "Love it."
2: John Gavis. Yeah. What's up, John? That's uh. That's uh. Tyler's uh. Power for the event. Oh.
0: Okay. Okay. Thanks for showing up. Thanks for coming out, John. Um. Dan Keffer, in your guys' opinion, do you think that the Flyers will bring a coach like uh, that?
2: The same question. Yeah,
0: we already okay. took it. They're going to take it. Okay, thanks. Have a great day. Nothing but respect to you guys. Thanks, Dan, for coming out Thanks, Admiral for Coach 2022-23. <laughs> yeah. Hey, the way things are going, man. Yeah, the application
2: <laughs> process started.
0: You never know, man. You never know. Let's uh, we can get def- the coach
2: from the penalty box. So that's the thing. You got to, like, yeah. You know. Could you imagine you on the bench too? You gotta get like a hard jacket, like the
0: total offset corduroy. I would just have my my pe- that pea coat upstairs. I'm done. just wear that. Just wear that with glasses and, and this, and just stand there like this. Coach, can I have something?
2: Do you get a pipe? Like nothing. They actually to smoke cigarettes on the bench and shit. Yeah,
0: absolute cigar. <laughs> um, with that being said, uh, down the well. Oh, what's this? What's this, Jess? What did
2: Jess what say? I got.
0: I'll make banners now. Absolutely, I'll, I'll go for it. Gonna, go I'll, go for, I'll go for I'll go for president too. Why not? Um, <laughs> full, full campaign. <laughs> I'm just gonna own everything.
2: the <laughs> um, here.
0: Uh, now, wrap it up for alley talk. Moving on to the segment down the well. I was
2: just trying to drink my water with the cap on it. No, no, like, what, like, did you
0: just you just talk? Don't, like, don't talk during. Remember, you're in my house. I will come up there. Anyway, uh, down the well. Good looks, but no cigar. Um, no cigar. The Flyers are just trending in a bad, bad, bad. Uh, what are we a Seven game losing streak? Is that what's happening? Are we higher than that?
2: It also Probably. seems like one losing streak at this
0: point. <laughs> um, yeah, so we're 13 7 7. Uh, not getting, not not looking good, very good here, and uh, I think we could actually uh, probably skip a lot of a lot of the segments actually here because it's offensive holes, defensive holes, just because I mean we kind of covered that that people are just not really uh, playing their role. Um, I do want to kind of touch on this one though. We have another another comment. Oh boy, oh boy. Christopher he still has that picture He's back.
2: He's back. He's, he still has a picture of the water that he'd never probably never even been there, never took that picture. He probably stole it from someone, didn't give the credit. Stripped the C.
0: Oh, G is a coach killer, and he should be stripped of the C immediately. Christopher, I want to I do want to I do want to ask you a question, and I know it'll take some time. We'll probably be going into another segment while you're doing that. Um who gets the C then? Uh, I'm very interested to see who gets to see, and then when you tell us who gets to see, we'll tell you who gets to see. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll do that. We'll interact with you a little bit.
2: Wade Wade gets to see.
0: Wade gets to see. <laughs> Wade
2: gets to see, but that hat Wade gets to see.
0: He said yes, sir. No one. Do it. No, no captain.
2: We got to no do captain. a fan interaction show and get some of these guys on here. Like a, like a good debate, like a good, like a, good like a good conversation we can have. It
0: says four teams don't have a captain. Really? What, what are four, the four teams? And what
3: four teams <sighs> are that? I know. I think Vancouver's one of them. Buffalo. Buffalo would be another because they uh, shipped. Uh, uh, on. I'm
2: on it. He, uh, Chris, Chris Marco is probably already on it, but I will take a pizza.
3: My opinion, I already told you guys over and over again who I would say the next captain would be. It would either be uh, Sean New Couturier. York. and. Which, um, which
0: New York team? The, Rangers, it's
3: I think the, the it's Rangers, not the players. Islanders. The Islanders have uh, got it.
2: Got it.
0: Yeah, yeah got who? Is yeah.
2: It? We got Coyotes, Buffalo Sabres, Flames, Rangers, and Ottawa Senators.
0: So three out of those five teams are bottom teams goalers. that literally are bottom feeders. So I, I mean, they, I don't know. Well. <laughs> I just don't think. <laughs> Um, I just don't think that they have anyone on their team that's that's capable of being the captain. If you, uh, any of you, you look, what was it, Calgary as well? Yeah, because they got rid of Mike uh, X, 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 Frank, Giordano. I'm, I'm looking. Yeah. So Calgary lost their captain Giordano. Literally, he's been the captain forever. They lost him to um, the Kraken. The Kraken. Which he's literally probably going back to Calgary. I've been hearing that he's actually going to go back to Calgary, which makes sense. Um, the Coyotes don't even have a fucking arena. Um, they don't pay the rent, so the, I think naming a captain is not even going to help their situation. Or find out the resident
2: status first. <laughs>
0: right, right. I'm going to start start paying the rent. Um, so I'm giving Phil Kessel them hot dogs. I mean, they're just starting to rack up a little bit. Um, so. Um, Vancouver is literally figuring their situation out I mean the the, the teams that you're naming here are, are teams that are literally all, almost rebuilding at this point um I, I I just don't think that you know I, I just don't think that it's it's relevant uh it, it, you're never gonna not have a captain in Philadelphia it's just it doesn't fit the culture it just never will, it will never happen and we are we're not in a, oh my god <laughs> Joe Thornton, oh, absolutely, coots hands down says John Gavis. I, I 100 can agree with that to a certain extent. John Joe Thornton was stripped of it too late in his career. If the Flyers had Mister Doan or, or Chara, we would at least have one cup in the last ten years. You gotta just
2: we just gotta have it to, to have it come on sometime. We gotta pay. It's just, maybe I would love to if conference. we
3: had Ch- Chara on the back end, but Doan now. Nah.
1: He's Shane a good
3: player, Dune? but he's not a he's not a uh, a game changer. Like has shut the fucking true, game down. True
0: leaders. Are you well? Yeah, I don't really. I'm not really following uh, Chris, to be honest with you. Um, it, there, there's so many leaders, and I think that one of the problems with the Flyers um, is that they have too many leaders in the locker room, and the players don't know which direction to go in. I mean, I mean, he's hurt right now. Uh, Nate Thompson is a huge candidate for a captain. His play is not there per se in the media and, and the fans. He's not the sexy name, but he's the guy. That he's a veteran that literally shows that he'll do whatever he has to do. I mean, he went toe-to-toe with Tom Wilson last year. He, he didn't come out on top, but he still did it. He knows how to do the, the old the old school hockey, and the, and that's what a captain needs to be. Um, he said, agree after Pronger left, we were screwed, uh, but that, that's not going to help us now. So if you're looking in the pen, what's, what's that doing right now? That's not doing anything. So, I mean, just no. And secondly, yeah, it's, they, they have the captain there. They, they mm-hmm. have the captain and they just need to figure out who it's going to be. And going off of, um, John, uh, gave um, it could be coots. But I, I do think there are some elements of Coots' game that need to be altered if he would become captain. Um he does get in the scrum and he'll wash someone's face. You know, he'll do he'll do the deed if he has to. Um but you, you don't want your captain being, you know, your top points guy either. Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. It could be a guy that's literally gonna fucking kill someone. You know. Scott John-
1: Lawton. Scott Lawton
0: exactly uh John gave us my opinion the boys aren't having fun on the ice I'm sure the tension in the room is thick for everyone absolutely and Marco says I hope no one and Faraby gets in a year, year. or two why, why would you want Joel Faraby to be your captain are <laughs> you, the are first you look dude, you you gotta come on the show because like let's do it. Scene, I just,
3: we'll keep that up we should He's probably thinking that uh fair because they showed his frustration in the hallway where he's smashing his
0: fucking stick up against those lights. Unless he's smashing that stick against someone's head, I don't want him as a captain. That's just it, he is not the guy. He is not the guy for that. You want him to focus on being a goal scorer, and that's what he is. If you look at the at the game center plays, Joel Faraby is scoring goals. You do not want him to be the captain. It's just it's just not. He fights as well.
2: Let's move on. Let's move on from let's let's have let's reach out to Chris Marco and we'll have a call in the shower do a fan will, thing yes. and
0: so we'll So Jess Hess captaincy would would ruin Fairview. Thank you very much, Jess Hess. And right. John gave us too too young still exactly. He's just, he's just not the guy moving on. Please, I, I gotta move okay. on. We'll okay. get close we to Chris Marco. We're we're gonna dude, we're gonna uh, expect the message in the next probably two hours. Um, net. It has with stop putting them up there. Dude. I can't. I can't not put them up there. <laughs> no. We're gonna reach out to. him. We'll get them all. <laughs> net netminder issues. You guys think there's there's so anything wrong with the with the the boys in the net or is it is it still looking at Jones is the guy that's that's uh the Swiss cheese Wade he already gone so you mind yep Jones
3: uh I was never sold on Jones he had a good what the fuck was that what <laughs> But, that was a bunch of noise Sorry But um, That yeah What is that? That, oh. that nonsense Sorry It's alright um, Yeah I still think Jones I was never sold on him He had a good start of the year And now he's been Swiss cheese Adding Three or more goals Against On average Nowadays But that could also Chalk it up to the team Not playing defense But I would still like to see Stantrum up here next year
2: Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the goaltender's. What are you What are you. What, was that? what was, was that? Was that Falcorn?
0: Did you hear so that, that? was, was not Falcor? me. That was that was not on my end.
2: Was that Falcorn for the Never Ending Story? What
0: was that? <laughs> what the hell was <laughs> that? Anyway, move on. Move
2: on. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to do attention to the Bloomer Royal. It
0: literally just <laughs> sounded like Tron. I don't even know what. what was, guys, they I'm right gonna there. keep going here. <laughs> go All All right, right, I mean, I'm gonna really
2: take it back right now, guys. i this room. blooper. <laughs> go ahead. Go I just ahead. looked to the right of me and saw that fine jacket you got over there too. By the way. Um, yeah, you lay off it. Um. So, yeah. I mean, listen. Carter Hart was out for a little bit. He's gonna get coming back. I mean, it's, it's the point with the cold tank is what you see is what you get right now. We I mean, know that these guys would play better. This team can play better. Um. Martin Jones was the pick that they brought in. Nothing we can do about you know, what we have. Um the team will get better as it goes on. We can only hope. Um, you know, Ricardo Hart's number one and Martin Jones number two. So yeah, you know, deal with it. So I got
0: Yeah. Ben just yeah. shook himself. That was you the could, dog you shaking his could, head. You can clearly see how good my mic is, I guess. Uh, all the all the all the critters are coming out. <laughs> 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 it's, it's,
2: it's just... <laughs> you had that drop all day.
0: absolute coca anyway um net minor issues i do think I, i'm gonna say it every every single week we i, I love this uh this segment because it's just it's and i actually love my our next segment even more um the um you're gonna see Felix Sandstrom up uh, uh, next year. You're 100 going to. And actually, uh, I don't know if you guys saw this or anything. We, I got the email saying that uh, uh, Ustamenko actually got moved to the um, the taxi squad. So they're oh, definitely if you if you notice little things like that, you're gonna see that like they're they're really they're really thinking about that. And I like to take I like that I like that for us to take credit for that, because um, I mean we, we we've been talking about it. And, you know, I'm a Flyers insider, you know, all insider. Um, just it is what it is. I, I think you're going to see Felix Sandstrom up next year. I just absolutely think it's going to happen. We also
3: thought about Alex Ly- uh, Lyon was going to be the next guy up, and then we decided to not resign him and get Jones instead this year. He's playing.
2: I know. Yeah. Well, there was and some I, uh, legal issues. I'm sure you got to get away if there was a, you know, restraining order. Or not. I
0: believe there was there was an absolute restraining order, um, <laughs> in place. Um, you can't stalk people. You, you just can't, can't do it. You, you just can't do it. And mm-hmm. and when you decide that you're just gonna live, we'll drive, we from state to state just to just to you know see this guy play. That you got to really look yourself in the mirror and know that you're a fucking animal. Wedded
2: room. When in room, okay. <laughs> I thought you had a Rob burger, he plug. I
0: was about to be like, I'll no. do one. We got you, and that uh, that'll do. Oh, no, we got oh, we got this. My favorite one, uh, Flyers Alley Buttes of the Week. So, who is you gotta? You, you gotta. I'm almost I'm gonna go. with Zach McKillen. It's it's gonna be every week. It's going to be every week with me, Zach McKillen. Uh, he doesn't. More, uh, what was it? Uh, Cam York does not score that goal without Zach McEwen putting himself on the line like that. End of story. Wade,
3: I'm going to go with. I believe last week I picked Cam Mackison and I'm going to go with him again this week because you picked Zach McEwen. So <laughs> spreading the love out, spreading the love. Okay.
0: Uh oh, So you were going to pick Zach McEwen if I did? Yeah. <laughs> I can give the guy some love here. Um, but Jess is dead. <laughs> well, good, it's, it's a good thing that, uh, the Alex Lyon moved cause he may have been too. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Frankie, who would you pick up for beauty of the week?
2: You know, this was a tough week and I, and, and I picked, you know, I picked you this, this, we get that first point and now he obviously scored a goal. So I mean, I want to, you know, I want to, I want to give it to him. Um, you know, I, I think he kind of deserves it. I, I don't mean to kind of, you know beat the old dead horse, but pick players. But you give credit when credit's due. You know, big big milestone, big goal um, that he got first one of the career. So hats off to him. Uh, keep on playing. Uh, I, I give it to Cam York. And line from Alex line from moving away.
0: Yeah, he had to get out. Out Had to get out. There. To get out. Um, green, <laughs> oh, green eyes. <laughs> I can't do. it. <laughs> the elevator's got to be saying this is Clint.
2: Anyway, Clint's here. Go um.
0: Anyway, uh, there needs to be so anybody who's the top guy that needs to be held accountable for his play, Frank.
2: Uh, top guy needs to be held accountable for his play. We're at the top of the bat. Um, I think for his play, man. Oh, yeah. Going back to kind of think what you were saying and stuff like that, dude. I gotta get. I'm giving it to Travis. Connected, dude. He, I I want this guy. I have to. I just expect more out of him. I expect goals out of him. This is just my personal opinion. Um, nothing to go against what you, what you what you think. And I think you made a good point earlier. Um, but I still see a lot of potential goal scoring with him. Um, and I think that that's you know one of my big things. And I think he should be held accountable more. we need coaching coach for that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, <clears throat> um, the
3: accountability should be the entire team. Just a lot of the times we're seeing our goalies and our defense just being left out. To, to dry, and it seems like our, our offensive guys don't really want to jump back and, and help out. So, I'm saying the team again, my favorite fucking saying is team defense all needs to be held accountable. That's your favorite saying? It's not situation. my favorite. It's what I've been, been saying in every fucking episode. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the situation
0: <laughs> is pretty bad right now. Situational situation Well, it's all situational. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm, I'm gonna I think it's Kevin Hayes.
2: Kevin, yep.
0: Kevin Hayes has got to be held accountable for this, and I I understand where where the guy's coming from. It's it's it is what it is. I understand, but you gotta show up to work. You gotta show up to work, um, and he's a phenomenal player. He is, and I I, I think uh, just saying that he needs to be held accountable. I do think he's gonna turn it on, and I think he's gonna turn it on at the right time. But at the same time, or are we getting we're, we're getting to the Getting to the to the point, it might be too late. It's it's starting to get starting to get down to the wire here. Um, I mean, who knows if it's if it's even too late or if it's if it's a possibility getting in the playoffs. I mean that the, the uh Metro is by far or well arguably the the toughest division in the entire league. I mean, and there's not one bad team really. And is is Buffalo in
3: in? The metro they're not they're not Metro
0: um, so and the Islanders are 11 13 and 6 right now they're our next game so like we really need hopefully they'll take those we have them back to back and we'll talk about talk about that after milestone tracker um, <clears throat> they need to capitalize on that so that uh that wraps up the uh, down the well and then we oh I just put up a thunder soundil ah, I was supposed to do that. anyway Um. Milestone Tracker. This segment of Milestone Tracker is brought to you by Kenwood Beer.
2: I know that's empty.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. Um, go to www.kenwoodbeer.com. Use the Kenny Tracker to find a distributor near you. It sells out. I'm telling you, it's just, it is what it is. It's it's just, it's a very, very good, very refreshing beer. Maybe not the beer for the winter, but I love it. I shouldn't have even drank as much as I did the- <laughs> anyway. Uh, I went, I went to town on it last. I do we should have
2: drank as much as we did yesterday, but minus the reason
0: why. <laughs> but yeah. did we finish like this We spread it. We spread some out in the network, and then we we absolutely shellacked the hell out of it. Shellacked. Um, shellacked. So right. uh, yeah, there we go. So. Cam York nets his first NHL goal assisted by Zach McEwen. This is a big thing, especially for Frank. Like I said, he's a he's a Cam York insider. Um, it, it's it's a great thing to see, and it solidifies, hopefully, solidifies him maybe getting a position, a full time position with the big with the big team. Uh, Wade, you got anything on uh Cam York?
3: Um, this is what his sixth game that he got his. His first goal, and it was his fourth or fifth game that he got his first assist, so.
2: He's in. I can read his eyes. I know where he's going with us He's not
0: sold. He's not
3: sold. Uh,
2: that's, he's okay. and that, and that's fair. I think that's great, actually. It's good to have that different opinion. Um, I, 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 can, I respect that 100%. It's
3: good to know what we got in the pipeline. I just, I just don't think having him up on a, a very shitty year that we have is a good thing. I mean. Yeah. ACLs can go
2: like that Look away at what else and got hurt in a rookie game
3: yeah
0: in a so. rookie game and then and came I back and then that. got hurt again
2: yeah I remember I remember when that happened I think judge was one of the first people i called
0: <laughs> I, I died, a little, it. I died a little bit on the inside after he just got I got done turning the chainsaw on someone too i mean he he uh that guy he, he yeah. that guy up <laughs> there's no there's no in-betweens about it um,
2: think McKeown. Zach McKeown. Yeah. Go
0: ahead, Frank. I know you're going Oh, to thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. Um, chomping chomping at bit.
2: Bit. I'll tell you this. Um, I, I don't know what was more more impressive, the goal or, or, or you know, the goal set up by Zach and Um, you know, the you know, too, his weren't too much. Definitely like Zach McKeown's job. But like, you know, there is that play that he did to bump that guy, take the puck, set it up. You know what I mean? That was huge. That's why, that's one of the big reasons why Camp got that first goal. But. Yeah, you know, when I look at you know, this is um, this is great for, for uh for Cam. And again, kind of like touching what Wade said, and I'll just go with it with a minute here. Um, you know, I look at like the situa- the situations that they put Cam in, like seeing him on the power play a lot more, seeing him at the end of the game a lot more. And like you said, only six games in and he's getting a huge amount of responsibility because they see what he has. You know, he's gonna put he's gonna he's gonna be an offensive Defenseman, he's going to score goals, he's going to have a lot of points in, the, in his career. But his vision, his uh, positioning that, as you know, Jesse had mentioned, like he's always in the right spot. His vision and his puck movement is incredible. It is, It is—it oh, man, I, it, it's incredible what he's able to do with, with on that aspect of things. And it's a defense that we don't really have. Um, but congratulations to Cam, uh, Cam York and props to uh, Zach McKeel for setting that goal up.
0: Yeah, I do like his play. Uh, I wasn't sold on him, um, obviously, before he came up and I saw his play. Um, I, I do think he, he's going to be a, a, a huge asset for the team. But um, I do – I agree with both of you at the same time. Uh, I do think that there needs to be a little bit more uh, maturing to happen, but not much, not really not much. Um, I, do, I do want him – I would have wanted him to have more points – um, in the games that he has played, but like, like I said, he's, you know, he's up. The reasons that he's up uh, aren't his fault. So I mean, you're going to get what you get from him right now because we have no other options. So um, yeah, it's
2: building quite nice though. I have to say. I mean,
0: John says, "See me. you, boys, has got to get back to work. Yeah, John, we will see you, brother. Hang in there. Um. Yeah, I, I like Cam York, but yeah, I think there, I think there's some molding that still needs to be done. I could agree with Wade, but I like his yeah. play so far. And,
2: uh, yeah, that will end. Um. Different mindset with the hat, I tell you, man. He's he's just – it's an alias. He's, like he's just there. He's just, just there. He's
0: there and he's ready to rock and roll.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I love that hat,
0: dude. It's classic.
2: I mean, if it wasn't
3: for the milestone tracker, I would kind of compare Cam York's uh, game to, to Ghost. Everybody fucking loved him for the first year until he got hurt. And then you guys wanted to fucking burn him. So I could, I, I, s- I still one. think we should have oh, kept Ghost. I mean, I think Sandheim should have been the one to fucking leave. But no, I can absolutely agree with that. I can, I can, that's a
2: good take. I will have to. Yeah, that's a good I one. I think
0: we, I think we, we we've said that before. I believe because Sanheim Sanheim's just not consistent, and I think that is something that you. There are guys that have been, and this that, that's why it bothers. I'm actually glad you brought that up. Um, there's a lot of people that that are that are telling me that um. You know, Ristolainen's not not producing it, it, as a defenseman for the Flyers, and that he was a bad pickup when he's he's doing his job. You know, he's there are some guys that are that are solid defensemen right now, and, and I do think it's Nick Sealer. I do think it's it's Ristolainen. Um,
3: Braun was the biggest yeah.
0: shock of this year. Right. I'm very,
3: like as as much as I burned him and torched him last year, he fucking shut me up this year.
2: <laughs> he's one, he's first line in it. He's been on the first line, and I think he's been playing a little bit with uh Cam Bjork, too. He's one of those guys. That if you plug in the like, you're able to plug him in anywhere, it seems like, and he's making that line a lot better. Lots a lot of decisions to be made after this season. It's gonna be a very, very interesting off season.
0: It, it's funny. Uh, our San Jose guy who's gonna start up a, a San Jose Bay Area, uh, 44. For four, um, had said last year, yeah, you guys can keep brawling. And I actually I actually said to him, you know, thinking back, because he was having such a bad – like he was having a bad go at it. For him to come out, I don't know what happened. He came out of left field this year and absolutely turned the Jets on. I'm uh, really impressed with, with Braun's play. But, I mean, there are guys – there are defensemen that are, that are solidified. But because of them, the ones that aren't solidified are definitely being shown in the spotlight right now. And, uh, unfortunately, that's the players that we had mentioned before. But Cam York, I'm, I'm not sold all the way yet, but it's getting there. It's getting there. I don't know if it's enough to bring him up for an entire season, but I think, like, you know, preseason, let it, let him roll around, see where he's at, and, you know.
2: Save that conversation for another, another show.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Upcoming games, Flyers versus the Islanders on Tuesday, 7.30. This this has to be a win. This actually has to be two wins in a row because then they play them again Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Um, the Islanders are just not showing up this year. They, they have to capitalize on this opportunity, and they have to get some momentum going because, I mean, like I said, it's getting to the point at the, at the time of the year where they really need to start doing something. Um and then this is a cool game, Flyers versus Blue Jackets. I believe this is the first time. Did you hear that? I heard that down there. What was that?
2: That was a, that was that was Kenzie.
0: Oh, oh god, the monster's awake. Um, <laughs> it's literally I like, it's literally like you just hear like a knock on the door, it's just like oh <laughs> small girl, get out of the it's just it's just absolutely insane right now. Anyway, <laughs> so, so this is the <laughs> That's pretty good. Um, it's this so first, good that, dude. This is the it's first so time that, uh, that. <laughs> the Jet Flyers played G4 check first time this year, and then the first time the Cam Atkinson is going to you know, be around the the Blue Jackets for the first time. So that's a pretty cool game. Um, I don't know exactly how that's going to go, to be honest with you. I haven't been following the uh, the Blue Jackets too much. It's going to be fun. Actually, actually it got – wait a minute here. Hold on so yeah oh no that game was postponed okay yeah so the blue jackets are 17 18 and one so that that could go either way um but again if if, after that you have uh the sabers so they're 11 20 and six
2: you get some ground here you could catch some ground with these four games
0: you know and you know that's 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 this this full week that the games are coming up. The Monday game is a little iffy, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, you gotta really capitalize on these things here. What's what's this? Who's, I got some comments. Um, I Jess can has, see it
3: being three and one
0: that week. That was really it good. Was, Jess. <laughs> I'm dead again. Couple- <laughs> Jess was revived and died again
2: we got some bloopers on this episode. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: also, um, Flyers versus Kings, uh, 1 p.m. at Iceworks, Saturday the 29th, live. It's going to be great. Um, literally, <clears throat> we get 50 people in this area. Um, everybody just calm down. There is a Facebook group, uh, event for it. Um, try to RSVP on that. But to be honest with you, we're just going to be doing a, a – uh, we're going to show up at 12 o'clock. It's going to open up at 12 o'clock. We're going to do um, – Pre-game, uh, first intermission, second intermission, uh, post-game uh, will be me, Frank, Cameron from the uh, Fly Guys podcast, and um, the mayor from John Street Hockey. So, we're going to mix it up a little bit, kind of reach out to our other podcast brethren. <clears throat> Come on out. Literally, it's literally us drinking beer, watching the game, having a good time. Come out, support Iceworks. Uh, it is our official um, you know, headquarters for Old City Sports Network. So we're going to start being there a, a, a lot. Um, also, next Sunday, uh, Fract Animal by is coming on to the alley to have a a huge discussion about something that was uh, brought to our attention. We cannot talk about it yet. Uh, it's going to be released on Tuesday. So. Um, <laughs> To that. You're, gonna, you're gonna see, you will see that being released on Tuesday on all social media platforms, as well as, um, yeah, pretty much everywhere. We're gonna release it as well on Tuesday. Um, I can give you a little actually I don't know why I put both of these in here. Uh, huge announcement this Tuesday that was a total waste of time. Um, <clears throat> I can give you guys a little hint, I will put it up on the screen and I'll let it soak in there for a little bit. This is what's happening. Can't tell anybody anything else. So I was allowed to put this up. Uh, go find it on social media. Ice, uh, on Twitter, it's Ice's War. Uh, go check it out. Pay attention to that. Be around that on Tuesday. It's going to be announced. Uh, what what the hell is going on? It's a really cool thing. And I'm really, 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 really grateful. Our buddy Frank is giving uh, us the uh, opportunity to do something this huge and be a part of this great venture that's about to happen. Um. Also, we had um, Garrett um, on our show the other – Garrett Burnett. I can't believe I just forgot his name. Um, Garrett Burnett was on our show on Wednesday. We did a little interview with him. Very cool guy. Very nice guy. Like we've always said, the the enforcers are always so humble. Me and Frank were um, fortunate enough to sit down and talk with him. Um, It was a good thing. I'm going to put that up next week on our next episode. This week we'll be put up with me and – um, I I'm horrible with names. Patrick today. Brown. Patrick Brown. I sat down with Patrick Brown on Monday. We talked it out for a little bit. Really nice guy. I he's hurt. I'm
3: fucking pissed. It's crazy because honestly, I was
0: gonna. I talked to him before the interview, and we were talking. And uh, before I started recording anything, I literally asked him how. I saw the hit the other night. How are you? And he he literally told me he said it was gonna be. He was gonna be out a couple weeks. I chose to not break it. Because I didn't feel like it was right, so yeah, you, know, you guys in the media take take some fucking notes here. Um, well said. Well with, with that being said, uh, that's all we got here on flyers. Out, unless you guys got anything else, uh, Frank, you have your thing. You want to you want to pitch your uh, you got no good plug.
2: yeah, I love a good plug. Um,
0: yeah, you do. Yeah, I got... especially Lena. Oh my god!
2: Oh. I don't know what to say. I'm gonna go back to my event. Yeah. Um, Going to plug uh, April 24th. We have an event page uh, up. I'll do it to share uh, on my social media. We have an event for um, a good friend. He actually popped on the show. We're going to set a few things. Uh, John Gavis. But we're doing um, something for his son who re- tragically passed away around Christmas time. Uh, the, the Tyler Amberger uh, athletic scholarship. Um, he passed away not long ago. So we're going to raise some money at Iceworks um, and donate that to uh, someone in, at his former high school in need of some athletic uh help um, with the finances more or less. So I'll give that a post. Um, that's all, everywhere on all of our social media. I'll throw that out there. Um, one more little quick plug. Um, a good friend, Jen, who's been helping a little bit with some of the baskets, I want to give her a quick little plug. Um, she's gotten us a really big thing, but we're going to pay us up on it. We actually had a, a car. <laughs> we're we'll
0: going to pay
2: us up, on, that. Uh, we're pay us up on, on this one, save that for a bigger thing. That scared uh, to- the
0: <laughs> shit out of me. <laughs>
2: Like, yeah, I it, it was – but very, very nice of her. And um, also shout-out to uh, our new member, uh, Jenny, for her first game at the Wings. Um, did a pretty good job. Great article she wrote, so all the good articles around. A um, little plug for her as well for her first game at the Wings. That's all I got.
0: Cool, cool. Thank you for that. that um, go, um, go check out the event. It's definitely for a good cause. We're always obviously going to be doing these uh, – Meaningful, good cause, uh, events at IceWorks because that is our official, you know, headquarters. Um, for everything else we got here, um, like us on Facebook at facebook.com/slash Flyers Alley. Um, on Twitter it's at Facebook. Oh, uh, Flyers Alley pod one. I keep, I'm like having some trouble today. Um, Flyers Alley pod one and on Instagram Flyers Alley. Also go to www.oldcitysports.com. That has nothing to do with it. Um, has nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. Go to uh, www.oldcitysports.com. Old spelled O-L-E-D for all uh, your Old City Sports podcasts, articles, and more also again if you're looking for a good cement guy and you were affected by the tornado in new jersey delaware pa go to www.buyallowanceconcrete.com use our buddy frank the animal he's the best in the business real quick did you notice that garrett was a cement guy as well
2: yes i did i was gonna mention that yeah he's an
0: ongoing trend here i'm just yeah just yeah that yeah, yeah uh thank you guys for coming out wade uh, frankie is literally up in my spare room so um yeah, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks to everybody for showing out. Had a good turnout, and uh, we'll talk to you guys. We will definitely see you on Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Definitely see you on Tuesday. Everybody, have a good weekend. Have a good week. Go Flyers. Go Flyers. Awesome. Patrick, thank you so much for giving me the time to have a couple of minutes with you. Um, Just want to get down to some questions. I know you're a new guy in uh, <clears throat> Philadelphia. Wondering uh, how the city of Philly treating you. How do you think of the fan base, you know, how the city is in general?
1: Philly's been great, you know, really passionate fans. You can tell, uh, you can tell how bad they want to win. And, you know, we want to, we want to win really bad too. So, uh, you know, it's great. It's great to have that kind of support at home.
0: Is there uh the atmosphere in Vegas, uh, them being a new franchise, uh, is there a huge difference in that, in that, uh, fan base and just kind of the atmospheres from Vegas to Philadelphia? Uh,
1: well, you know, that like Philly is, uh, definitely more of a sports town. So I feel like, uh, maybe the hockey fan is a little bit more of, uh, like, uh, born and raised hockey fan. They might understand the game a little bit more. Where Vegas, you know, their fans were really passionate and loud, but it's, uh, it's a lot more of a show. It's a lot more of a show for them than it is uh, as much of a, a hockey game in my opinion.
0: I gotta be honest with you the first time I saw the uh, the big it's literally a show on the ice with the night and uh, and uh, I think they were the first team to actually do the the graphics on the ice with the kind of like the big scene and everything. I was kind of blown away. I kind of kind of didn't know I was watching a hockey game at that point.
1: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. They do a good job. Uh, they put on a really good show for those games, for sure.
0: It definitely led to. Uh, I mean, now now Gritty kind of doing his thing with the with the ice and the and the stick and the you know, the uh, the ice kind of breaking away and him skating away. It's pretty, it was a pretty cool uh, inventory thing.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, the transition. You played for Boston College. Um, Yeah, really, really prestigious um, hockey college was the transition from Boston College to the Hurricanes and the Checkers. Would you say it was was a difficult in your standpoint or was it just kind of a pretty smooth transition?
1: Uh, It wasn't, you know, it wasn't easy. That's not the word I want to use. But I think uh, I think playing at Boston College prepared me to be a pro hockey player as best as I could be. And then, you know, when I got there, I played a couple games with the Hurricanes and mostly with the Checkers uh, those first couple years. You know, I felt confident in myself, confident in my game. And I was just trying to develop so that I could, you know, one day be a full time NHLer. Right. OK.
0: Yeah, I know. I know. Obviously, there's a huge jump. Uh, there's a huge jump between the AHL and, and the NHL as well. So, I mean, I mean, it's it's. More, more aggressive. I think from in the AHL, and I think still nowadays it's it's a little bit more aggressive in the AHL than the NHL right now. But like the fighting aspect is still kind of down there, and you know it's kind of being taken out of the game up here. Um, If if Patrick Brown from two thousand twenty one could give Patrick Brown in two thousand fourteen any advice, would what, what would you say it would be?
1: that's a As really, a good, question. As a that's a really good question. Um, I've learned a lot, you know, I've learned a lot since then. Um, God, one piece of advice, like probably go into, you go into every single game with a, with a playoff mentality, not a, there's no, you know, sometimes, you know, you're playing the third game of a three and three on the road when you're in the American league, when I was, you know, in 2014 and, You know, you're tired and, uh, you know, you've been on a long road trip and sometimes that third game, it's like, all right, I'm going to throw out, you know, the best the best I can give for that game. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But you can't play you can't play professional hockey like that. Every single game you have to, you know, imagine, you know, this is a playoff hockey game. You know, we I got to do anything I can to win this game. And that's kind of how I approach it now. That's kind of how I've developed uh, mentally since I turned pro
0: pretty good voice. I, I never so I, I played uh beer league. I didn't play obviously any high I've
1: played level. I've played a couple of those too. Oh
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Um That's that's kinda where I fell in love with the game is playing my dad's men's league growing up. I would play with him and his uh his buddies. We would play on Wednesday nights at like nine o'clock and it was uh it was a blast.
0: Yeah, you, you uh you were a little bit more successful than, than than me, I would say. Uh I couldn't really get the skating aspect down. I was a really good inline rollerblader I, I, when I played uh, deck hockey, but uh, the whole ice thing just wasn't it wasn't my strong suit. Um, the um, the one question that I had, um, uh, other than Giroux, Giroux is obviously you know he's the captain of the team. He's the the big the big man, the voice. Is there is there any other? Um, I mean, I guess who would be the guy that that stepped in since Giroux's been in uh, COVID protocol? Is there anybody that's kind of like taking that role over since he's been out or you guys kind of just go about business as usual?
1: I think that we have uh, like such a strong locker room and, and such a good culture in there that, you know, Drew's a, he's an incredible leader and guy. And when he's there, you know, he's obviously, he's obviously got the locker room, but we've got so many veterans that everyone stepped up different games. Everyone said things here and there when it needs to, I mean, between Cam and, you know, Keith Yandel and, Watts and Kevin Hayes like you have a lot of you know really good hockey players that are you know really good people too and you know they lead by example and they uh they say the right things when they need to be said for sure so
0: speaking speaking of Yandel and I know him and, Kev, and Kevin Hayes are real real close that's got to be hilarious having them in the locker room now oh
1: for sure for sure um they uh they are definitely a joy to be around and uh they uh you know they're laughing and having a good time you know ups and downs doesn't matter you know they're always keeping it light which is great
0: yeah that makes for a really good really healthy locker room and you and you played with Kevin previously didn't you
1: yep yeah I played four years at uh, BC with kev he uh he's awesome he's one of my he's one of my good buds
0: you gotta respect anybody that has the room beer is all is kind of where I'm where I'm at <laughs> that makes a lot of for um, sure. Especially in so Philadelphia, as as you know, um, I, I'm new to the media. You're a new guy in Philly, so a little bit in common. Um, Philadelphia is a real, real blue collar uh, city. So Kevin Hayes fits in completely here. You you know the fourth line, third line grinders. Uh, you know, like you and Zach McEwen, absolute fan favorites. Everybody, everybody in this town loves loves that type of player. Um, with, with that being said. Uh, is, 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 well, was your mind at ease when you were in Vegas having Ryan Reeves on the ice and here in Philly kind of having someone like Zach McEwen, uh, willing to, you know, drop the mitts with somebody? Is that is does that make your game a little bit easier to play or do you actually like to adopt the physical aspect of the game as well?
1: I love playing with both those players you just named and I love playing with Zach right now. Um, I think uh, there's a lot of different ways to be physical, like, you know, finishing checks, letting letting the other team know that every time their D goes back for the puck, you know, you're going you're gonna to put a lick in on them and they're going to feel it. You know, they're going to go back a little bit slower. Maybe next time they let you get the puck. And, you know, playing with Revo and Will Carrier in Vegas, you know, they really showed that, like, you know, Revo didn't have to fight every single game. Like, everyone knew that he was the baddest guy on the ice, but he also finished every single check. And every time we were on the ice, and you know we dumped the puck in, you know you could hear the crowd going, going as you know they go in and then finish their check, and that brings energy to to everyone. And I think you could see, you know, Zach uh, McEwen doing that last game. He's been doing it all season, but last game in the first period, you know, he put two guys on their backs within the first yeah. like three or four shifts. He threw huge hits, and you know that opens up the game for the ice for everyone, including myself. Like. The next time, I'm sure it's on the video, but later in the game, you know, D going back for the puck. They don't go back as fast. They take one, two, three looks over their shoulder before they get there because they don't know, you know, who's coming to steamroll them.
0: Yeah, I, that was actually a really physical game. Um, you know, I think it was Sealer, Risto, and McEwen were just laying guys out left and right, which, you know, like I said, t- the town loves that type of hockey. I mean, it's just the Broad Street Bull, the era, everything. Obviously, that's not going to come back anytime soon. But, I mean, we love our physical play. Um, so, it, this is this is the last thing I ask you. I don't want to keep you. I know you're, you're busy. Um, you being a new guy in Philadelphia, or one of the newer additions to the team, uh, who do you catch yourself pounding around with on the team?
1: Um, at first, I was hanging out a lot with uh, Kev and, like, you know, kind of his crew, but, you know, I'm running around with a lot of the newer guys lately, just cause we're all, we were all in the hotel for a bit and now we're trying to get apartments and stuff like that. So, you know, Seals, Nick Sealer and, uh, McEwen, we've been hanging out on the road and then, uh, who else? Bronner's a funny guy. Once you get to know him, I don't know if you've ever had, or if you're going to have him on, but he's a pretty funny guy to get to know. Um, but yeah, you know, I've been trying to, I've been trying to mix it up, have dinner with, you know, different guys just so that I get to know, everyone on the team, but it's such a good culture here. And it's so, you know, inviting that there's, it's really not hard to, you know, be friends with everybody. You don't have to, you know, be at their house every day. We have such a, a good locker room that it makes it pretty easy.
0: It, it is uh, regardless of how the fan base can be rough. Sometimes it is the city of brotherly love. Don't uh, let that deter you, but um, uh, well, actually I'll sneak in one more. What a uh, favorite restaurant in the city.
1: Favorite restaurant? So you're talking in Philly, or would you include Jersey in that?
0: Oh, I'll take Jersey. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm a Delaware Jersey. County native, so I know the area.
1: Yeah, I think my favorite place I've been to so far, and I if I say it wrong, it's going to be kind of embarrassing. But I think it was Trace Familia or Trey Familia in Haddonfield. Okay. I don't know. Okay. I, might, I could be saying it wrong, but uh, I ate there the other day with uh, with my son and my wife and my parents, and that was great. I'm trying to think some other spots I've been to. Oh, what's the spot right next to Hazy's apartment. There's a great spot. I, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I haven't been out to eat as much. We do a lot of cooking here cause I got a little one at home. So we've been cooking a lot lately.
0: Yeah. I know the thing. I have a, a my oldest is about to turn five and I have one that's uh, that just turned one. So I understand the, the, the point of chasing them around. <laughs> my yeah. oldest one's like a, like a, a bull in a China shop. Um, Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity. Sorry about the the technical difficulties and such. It's, uh, no you know, the worries. internet no The worries. internet is absolutely out of control. Um, but, yeah, thanks a lot, and uh, enjoy your night. Uh, sorry about the technical difficulties, like I said. Don't
1: worry about it. Thanks for having me.
0: Absolutely. Anytime, man. You have a good night.
1: Thanks. You too.